This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. Every child deserves a team. That's the belief behind Jigsaw Learning, a proud sponsor of the B Podcast Network. And it's why the company, founded by educators Curtis and Lorna Hewson, focuses on ensuring success for all learners through collaborative response, an approach in which every child is supported by a team. Through customized professional learning that incorporates workshops, leadership development, online learning opportunities, and more, Jigsaw Learning can guide you every step of the way to create a plan to maximize the collective capacity in your schools. Learn more at jigsawlearning.ca. TL Talk Radio, Season 6, Episode 13. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 13 of TL Talk Radio. I'm Monica Shannon. And I'm Gemma Schroeder. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Randy Ziegenfuss and Lynn Fweeney-Hetton, ex-hosts of TL Talk Radio. Dr. Randy Ziegenfuss and Ms. Lynn Fweeney-Hetton are the superintendent and associate superintendent of the Salisbury Township School District. Since 2014, they have hosted and produced the podcast TL Talk Radio and Shift Your Paradigm, discussing learner-centered leadership, competency-based learning, and personalized learning strategies, among other innovative education strategies. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. We're so pleased to be ex-hosts for one of our episodes. <laughs> this is this is fun. Yes. Thank you, ladies. Let's dive right into it. Let's start the conversation with a story about how you became interested in podcasting, especially one focused on learner-centered education. Ah, so that's a really good question. And as you know, those who are listening, and as Gemma and Monica know, this is season six. So that means we've been doing this for, for a few years. And so it started back, and I think it was probably around 2012 or something like that, maybe. I don't know. I just had this curiosity about, hmm, what's this thing called podcasting? And why do people say it's, you know, sort of gaining in popularity? And I like listening to podcasts. Hmm, Lynn, could we do one of those? What would we do? What would we talk about? And so... We just got a bunch of equipment, kind of like what you see here. You can't see it on the podcast, but we'd use Zoom so everyone who's on the podcast can see all the equipment. Then we just had this idea, and maybe Lynn can talk about this too, connected to some professional learning that we were doing, and then had this idea about how we could connect with experts related to our areas of interest. So it took us a long time to come up with the name TL Talk Radio. We finally, we bantered around a lot of suggestions, and then we finally decided we wanted to call it TL Talk Radio for teaching and learning talk radio. So we started thinking about what are some, um, what are some opportunities for us to learn 
And then how can we share that learning with others? And we, in our early season, we shared some of our own practices in the district, leading administrative retreats, having conversations, you know, some of the work that we were doing, we just shared so others could learn from our work and we could reflect on it. And then we started interviewing authors and it was amazing. We reached out to authors of books that came across our came across our desk or Randy is a voracious reader. So he'd find something and say, oh, this looks good. Or we'd see an article and we'd say, oh, let's reach out to the author. And so many authors were so willing to give us their time that it just became very motivating to read and learn. And I think one year we were doing a professional learning with our staff and it was sort of thinking about innovation. We had a conversation about uncommon dots in education or innovations in education. And in order for us to help our teachers understand it, we had to learn ourselves. And that year we read, I don't know, 40 some books about all different topics. Back then it was things like makerspace and collaboration and critical thinking and project-based learning. There were so many different topics that we wanted to learn about. So for us, teaching and learning really became about learning about what had been written and reflecting our own practices. And then Shift Your Paradigm had a really different focus. We first started thinking about that two years ago. This is the third third season for that. That's really interesting that you sort of made your own little community of just wanting to learn more and more about education. Yeah, and that's actually something that we reflected on not too long ago about six years, there's a lot of episodes, probably between the two podcasts, there are over 300 conversations. That's a lot of learning. And we feel like we really have a broad background having experienced a lot of those conversations. So it's been, it's been fun. And it's also something that just sort of emerged out of a curiosity. We had a curiosity about our practice, also to curiosity about podcasting and try to figure out how we put those two together. Now we got two podcasts and uh, we carve out a little bit of time each week and we do fun internships. It's only our first one, but hopefully there'll be many more with folks like you that we just keep learning and learning and learning. So you've talked a lot about the work that you're doing in learner-centered leadership and these innovative education strategies. When did you first learn about them and really choose to implement it in your schools? So there's an organization locally called the School Study Council, and they went on a trip to Johns Hopkins in Maryland. They have a big education program there, and dean of the School of Education had been involved in Education Reimagined's creation of the vision for learner-centered education and had shared that just prior to its publication several years ago. And I remember we read that and said, hmm, this looks like something we're trying to do. Let's uh, dig a little bit deeper. And so connecting with Education Reimagined, going to some of their professional learning, and then realizing that it really was aligned with all of the conversations and the work that we were trying to do around here really got us connected to this idea of learner-centered education. And maybe Mrs. Feeney Hatton can tell us about how that sort of evolved into this whole idea of learner-centered leadership, which is the focus of our other podcast, Shift Your Paradigm. So as we became interested in learner-centered education and really thinking about how do we release agency to learners and how do we create learning opportunities for learners to have more competency-based experiences and personalized, contextualized, and relevant experiences, and how do we create socially embedded learning and open-walled learning opportunities? So we started thinking really clearly about what our learning beliefs are and articulating that. And then we thought, 
well, if we're going to do this and we're going to ask teachers to create learning opportunities that align to this, what are our learning environments going to look like? And how are we as leaders going to support our teachers, our adult learners? How are we as leaders going to create opportunities for our learners in this more learner-centered environment? So we embarked on this action research project in which we wanted to talk to other leaders of, across the country who are leading in learner-centered learning environments. And Education Reimagined really helped us uncover some of those learning organizations. We had the opportunity to meet some of the leaders and learners from those organizations. And that's how our Shift Your Paradigm podcast evolved all from this question about what is it like? What do you need? What are the competencies of a learner-centered leader or a leader in a learner-centered learning environment? And actually, one of the episodes that we did not too many months ago was about your school. And we had interviewed a number of the adults leading your school, and we learned more about DTech and how you do intercessions. That's how we got connected to do this little internship with you. Yeah, I think it's great that you've, as Monica was saying, established this community of people with the shared ideals of creating or reimagining education to be more learner-centered mm-hmm. because it's such a new idea that there's schools popping up all over the country. We're in California, you guys are in Pennsylvania. Without a connection such as your podcast, it's difficult to really learn and grow from each school's experiences with different strategies. Yes, it's very innovative what you're doing with learning now. I'm seeing it everywhere and even our school has done service trips to other countries trying to teach them about this way of learning and education. And this podcast really connects everyone to know about this form of education and just have everyone connected to learn more and more. So what has your experience running this podcast been like since it's very independent and also hosting different guests each episode? So I think above all, both of these podcasts and doing this process has been a learning experience. Like we have learned so much from so many different people, from their experiences, from their risk taking, from their successes, from their failures. We've learned about what's possible for young learners. We've learned about what's possible in our learning environment. It's been a great opportunity for us to reflect personally and professionally on our leadership style, on what we value and what we prioritize. It's been a great opportunity for us to develop our content knowledge. So overall, if I had to say, what has this experience been for me, for us likely, it's been a learning experience. I would agree with that. And I would also say, I think it also helps us to prioritize the important work. And we're in a public school and there's lots of stuff that goes into running a public school. And sometimes what goes into running a public school can be distracting from the work of transforming it. And by us putting time in our schedule and focusing on this a lot outside of our schedule too, on our own personal time, has really helped us to prioritize the important work because it would be very easy just to say all this other stuff over here needs to get done before we even get to that. And it's helped us, I think, learn that you block out time on your calendar and that's what you do. Yeah, it sounds like this experience has really forced you guys to be intentional about reflecting on your experiences and what you want your career in education to end up like. What effect do you want to have on your students in the long run? Mm -hmm. Yeah, very insightful. 
So on another kind of tack, why did you decide to host an internship, especially one with interns based in California with a three hour time difference, we have to meet over Zoom, <laughs> all these logistical challenges. What really prompted you to dive into this? So our high school principal has been working to create an internship program in our high school. And she's been working diligently to sort of identify those barriers and obstacles and overcome them for our learners. And she's been reaching out to businesses and uncovering what's possible in internships. And we actually hosted an intern from our district last year. So we have had a, a district student as an intern. And we thought this would be a really exciting opportunity for us to be on the other side of a learning organization, which we already know about, we've already talked to. We know the work that they put into creating their internship program. And we thought we could really learn from you as the interns and from DTEC as the school offering the internship program. So our whole motivation was to learn about what was possible in an intern, to learn about some of the challenges, to be able to reflect on what's possible for the learners in our district, and to better understand what we would be asking businesses to do if and when they chose to host our own interns. So it really goes back to that idea of just learning. Your school is known for many things, but for one being the intercession slash internship program, how can we learn the structures, but how can we sort of get behind the scenes and see, like, how do we make that possible here? And how do we become a voice for that here, too? Like, we've had this experience, now we can talk to it. As an example, last night, your advisor shared the evaluation that we'll complete at the end of your internship for you. And I actually forwarded that to our high school principal and said, this is the form that DTEC is using. Take a look. How might we want to modify our current form? Are there things that we're missing? And all of those little pieces, those little examples that we're experiencing will help us reflect on our practice and what we're doing and think about how we can make it better, a better experience for our businesses or our hosts and a better experience for our learners or our interns. So I think that you know, just as young learners, you're curious about things. You are curious about podcasting. You saw this description uh, in your intercession list of offerings, and you became curious about that. We're the same way. Adults are curious about our practice, about what we do. And so I think that's a really important point for those that are listening, that as adults, you can be learners and you can be curious. And even in the context of a job and a profession and all the things that go along with that, you can remain curious and you can pursue those curiosities through inquiry. It seems like you guys want to learn from everywhere you want to learn, but it's like to host an internship and see how other schools do internships and all of that, which is very interesting. Your entire philosophy is based on learning and keep learning and invite that change, which is very nice. Yeah, I think that it's really a movement toward more communal learning. We're learning from each other. We're continuing to be lifelong learners. And yeah, really taking each other's experiences and using those to better our own schools and our own kind of world and center. Okay, and before we invite you to share what's next on your learning journey, let's hear your answers to the lightning response questions. First up, for our listeners looking to begin their own podcast journey, what resources would you recommend? So one thing that I would recommend that we can put in the show notes is, and what we had shared with you early on in the internship, uh, was the podcasting resources from NPR. 
NPR runs a contest each year, and I can't think of exactly what it's called, um, but there's a set of resources for teachers who would like to use podcasting as an instructional tool in their classroom, but there's also a resource for students who are interested in this, and how do you go about telling a good story? How do you go about giving a good interview? How do you edit the audio? How do you find music? How do you find sound effects? Are you going to focus on interviewing or storytelling? Things like that. So there's some really good resources there from NPR. How can our listeners become involved in learner-centered learning and innovative education strategies? So there are lots of ways to get involved. We hope your listeners would consider listening to some of the podcasts from Shift Your Paradigm because there are many learning environments which are learner-centered or have implemented elements of the learning beliefs that I shared earlier into their learning environments. Also, a great way for people to get involved if they're interested is to learn more about Education Reimagined. Their lexicon is amazing and truly helps you understand what's possible. And there are a couple of other white papers that we can link in the show notes. Okay. And the last question of this speed round is, how do you suggest leaders go about connecting with young learners to create more internship experiences like this one? So we hope it starts with a conversation, right? Let's get engaged with our learners. Let's have some opportunities for learners to share their voice. Whichever adult learners are most comfortable with, go talk to that adult and ask what's possible. Dr. Zingenfus and I have several opportunities for learners to talk with us. We hold quarterly superintendent advisory councils where students get together and talk with us about what they're experiencing in their education. Many schools and school leaders have formats or structures for students to reach out to the building principals or assistant principals to talk about what's possible or even advisors. Hopefully there are venues for students to share their voice and contribute to choices so that they can suggest these possibilities for their leaders and teachers. Real quick for students like ourselves, one thing that I know that my school is doing, at least for the senior classes, forcing us to have an assignment where we're doing a career shadow. And I think that for other young learners, even if it's not within your curriculum and mandated by your English class, I think reaching out to people who are working careers that you would like to learn more about or you see yourself doing in the future under the guise of a career shadow where you can learn things but also kind of get your foot in the door it's a great way to open the door to more experiences and learner-centered education would say start with the learner have a conversation have a relationship learn what their curiosities their passions and their interests are and then move that into the conversation about ooh, you could do some work over here if you're really interested in pets and animals and hiking and nature and community and things like that. So first starting with what are the curiosities and then how do you make those connections for those young learners? Yeah, that's very important to learn about the people you are teaching to understand what makes them tick or what they like. That should be the personalized center of how you go about having them learn more and providing them the correct path and direction. And when you look at it, all of human advancement has come down to, oh, this person was curious about what makes apples fall. And that has spurred (laughs) Mm -hmm. a lot of scientific growth. And I mean, that was an example we all know, but when it comes down to it, it all comes down to just 
pure human curiosity. And I think fostering that curiosity through internship is a great way to create communal learning experiences for not only the student, but also the person who is running the internship. So what's next for you? Can you give us a little sneak peek on what you're working on, upcoming podcast episodes, anything special listeners should be looking forward to? What can you share with the listeners? Wow, we've got lots of podcasts (laughs) coming up. We've done lots of podcasts over the last two weeks. We'll just say there are lots of great conversations coming up on both podcasts. So we'll share one more thing, and this it might commit us to actually doing this now, Dr. Zingavus. We have been talking about doing a vodcast for, I don't know, months, and we just haven't gotten it off the ground yet. So hopefully by the end of this year, we will have created an idea, something that we feel like can add value to education as a whole and promote some of our ideas through videocasts. And the subject of that is going to be around the Shift Your Paradigm podcast and the lessons that we've learned about learner-centered leadership. We've been going back through the podcasts and pulling out some main themes and ideas and talking about how do we sort of get that content, get those ideas out there in a different way. Mm -hmm. And there's a iPad right here on a tripod that we're going to be using to commit right? To getting some... Maybe we should have you sign up for a vodcast internship and we could learn it together. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) Come back in the spring and let's do that together. Yeah, that's definitely something to look forward to for all the listeners who have just been hearing your voices for the past, what was it? Six Six? years. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us in this podcast that we have so cruelly ripped from your hands. Um, <laughs> to learn more about Dr. Ziegenfuss and Ms. Sweeney Hetton's work, visit the TL Talk Radio and Shift Your Paradigm websites, the Salisbury Township School District websites. Their Twitter handles will be linked below, as well as the NPR resources for teachers and students. Listen to our podcasting internship journey at the Shift Your Paradigm bonus episode 13, 14, and 15. And each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking reflection and conversation. This episode's question is, how can you use new media formats such as podcasting to engage young learners in your community? If you enjoyed this episode and would like to comment or check out the resources shared today, visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org. Look for Season 6, Episode 13. That's all for this episode. We'll be back next week with another conversation featuring other innovative thought leaders. Thanks again, Dr. Zygimfus and Miss Uni Hetton. Thank you. Thank you. Our pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Stay tuned for episode 14, where you'll see who's taken over next time. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash B-E 
to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E.